listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the micro news segment where we come through three topics. Mario Party Online mode, the one million copies of It Takes Two sold, and then the leaked document from EA about loot boxes. If you're listening to this elsewhere, you can always catch me at SNTRlive.com. If you're watching this on my main channel, we shrink down the live broadcast to a 10-minute video. So if you enjoy this 10-minute video, hit the subscribe and the bell button, and you could catch the live streams where we do polls and I read through your responses about the topic. So first and foremost, I want to talk about the Super Mario Party got a much needed online upgrade. So this was reported by The Verge and uh, that was kind of like, I think that was like their headline. And this to me was pretty exciting for a handful of reasons. Number one, everybody loves Mario Party and we, you know, we love to yell at our siblings and have our relationships ruined by this game because it's uh, it's it's truly, truly awful game while also being amazing. And uh, my kids and I play it. They like the one where you get into the rowboat and everybody rows and then you have like the mini games there's a there's a gnat in here and then you go and you advance through the uh, like the river and they really really like the mini games and so i always thought man it'd be so fun get a group of your pals together through a community like this or streamers or whatever and play and play some mario party and so they have added the online mode and it's available right now so according to the verge here and this is actually kind of funny if you consider where we are right now in gaming this is what they say it took nearly three years but nintendo has finally given you a compelling reason to load up super mario party on your switch again the new update significantly adds to the online component which has been woefully lacking since launch. Thanks to the latest update, Super Mario Party now allows you to play Mario Party, a board game mode where up to four players take turns competing against each other, racing across the game board. Uh, It also adds Partner Party, which is similar to Mario Party, but it pits two teams against two other. Uh, And this is the first time the board game has supported online play. Additionally, 70 out of the 80 minigames available in the game can now be played online. Before the update, Super Mario Party Party only allowed you to play 10 mini games online. Now, the only concern a lot of people have here is latency. You know, the, the, the Switch is sort of notorious for not having amazing what we call netcode, which is sort of a made-up word in the gaming world, with which refers to how do you connect to other people, how does it feel, how seamless it is. is. The minigames tend to be pretty fast-paced and pretty crazy, so that would be one concern I would have, depending upon who you're playing with, where they are in the world, and what infrastructure is supporting this. If it's purely peer-to-peer, you're probably going to want to try and play with people close to your region if you're playing all the way across the ocean with somebody you may end up having quite a bit of ping latency issues in those uh in those you know mini games According to the patch notes, there are two ways to play online, both of which require an active subscription to Nintendo Switch Online Friend Match, which allows you to play with friends, or Private Game, which allows you to play with anyone using passwords. Super Mario Party was released in October 2018, so I mean, that's we're nearing its three-year anniversary here. Uh, it can be fun to play with friends, despite the potential rifts it can cause in your friendships. While the update seems a bit out of the blue, Super Mario Party expanding the online play option makes it another alternative for people looking for games that aren't Jackbox or the frustrating online multiplayer in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Animal Crossing is really, really poorly built for co-op too. It's truly awful. I tried playing it with my kids and I just don't understand what, what, the, what they were doing with some of the decisions there. It just doesn't make sense at all. If I were to theorize why they are doing this, uh, they're adding this online mode to Super Mario Party for both the, the partner party but as well as the board game mode. 
they might have another Mario Party in the works and they want to make sure this works well because it could be the center stage of the next game whenever they choose to launch it. Three years is a pretty long time. I could see a holiday release or another October release for the next Mario Party. And in between now and then, they can see how well the online mode works as they've expanded it to more of the mini games as well as to... Uh, the the partner party in the board game. So, good news for fans of Mario Party, and it could mean another Mario Party is right around the corner. Now, the EA loot box leak, I mean, this isn't going to be surprising to people who have played EA games in the last, you know, two to three, maybe four or five years. It's, it's been a growing thing. A growing criticism of EA games has been that they are very pay-to-win. You essentially have to buy the card packs or the boxes, loot boxes to get the best stuff to compete now obviously we got you know the overwatch background here that doesn't really you know that doesn't really apply i just want to get a loot box on screen but but the way that they have some of these sports games up is where most of the criticism comes from i couldn't get a good screenshot of a of a like one of the the loot boxes or cards from the sports games those menus are kind of ui heavy so i didn't want to put that on screen for you this was reported by cbc.ca so a gaming insider says an internal copy document proves video game giant electronic arts is trying to drive players into type of gameplay that encourages them to spend more money and which has come under fire for possible links to gambling. This leaked 54-page document comes from the company's sports division in Burnaby, BC, where a team works on EA's hugely profitable FIFA soccer games. It appears to be a presentation featuring numerous slides with bullet points about the release of FIFA 21 and was shared internally. It discusses a mode of play that lets players buy loot boxes within the game to improve play or increase their chances of winning, such as by adding a better player to their team. It says the mode that allows loot box purchases called FIFA Ultimate Team or FUT, F-U-T, is the cornerstone of the game. So this is the, you know, this is the new FIFA and this is the cornerstone. This Ultimate Team mode is being considered the cornerstone, you know, the centerpiece of the game. Here's the quote. We are doing everything we can to drive players there. A bullet point closes at the top of the document says, all EA games can be played. Now, this is kind of the response. Now, if you you haven't been paying attention to this, you might be like, oh my gosh, I know they do this. This document doesn't mean anything. This PowerPoint presentation is kind of a nadoi if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's a duh moment. It's like, we know these games do this. But seeing it sort of spoken internally like that as almost a coaching point or vision cast is obviously a little bit more extreme than just sort of a, well, they make the game so you have to spend money in order to win or whatever. Now, EA has replied with a, with a big, huge published PR correction that they're trying to do here. And this guy, Charlie uh, Fortescue, said in a statement, All EA games can be played without spending on in-game items, and the majority of players do not spend. Now, with respect, he is probably saying something that is true, but the truth in and of itself isn't an answer to what's going on here. Sure, a majority of the players do not spend. So if 60% of the people who buy FIFA never spend any money, the majority aren't spending money. Most of these games have a very, very concentrated circle and committed group that spends a lot of money. They're called whales. 
and this is generally where a lot of the money is generated from so it's not surprising that he could say that and have it probably be accurate that yeah a majority of the players don't spend money and you don't have to those are true statements but they're not necessarily a response to the issue of that document and what was what was stated in it now loot boxes according to this article here loot boxes are not illegal in canada or the u.s and many game and app companies offer similar enticements letting players spend money on options and add-ons that enhance gameplay and are profitable for the companies ea is earning big bucks from loot boxes as well based on annual reports the california-based multinational company earned 1.49 billion in u.s dollars in 2020 from loot boxes and its sports titles alone almost triple that 587 million generated in 2015 according to nico partners now that's old data i mean it's six years ago a firm that specializes in video game market analytics so i mean that is that is that's not even helpful that's old data so they they make a lot of uh, of money off these loot boxes and again a lot of us are like this isn't surprising why is this even news it's news because it was put into a presentation about this is the center of the next game and we want to drive people to it Loot boxes, loot boxes, also known as card packs, can be purchased with real money or coins earned in the game. But the insider says there's pressure to cough up real cash. You can play without spending a dollar, he said, but you'll learn it takes a long time to earn coins and you'll get frustrated pretty fast. Now, if you're familiar with my commentary on microtransactions, I call this the squeeze. They squeeze the player to the point where the bottleneck of natural earn rate is so stinking slow, you're either going to get discouraged and stop playing or feel like you have to spend money. This is when the sunk cost fallacy betrays the player. It's like, well, I've already invested all this time. I bought the game. I'm slowly building my team. I now feel I have to spend money in order to keep up. Now, the article that I pulled this from, if you want to check it out at cbc.ca, they got more deep into the weeds of gambling and how these are targeting towards people who struggle with gambling and the people who are most notorious for spending large amounts of money are very, very prone to be the type of person that struggles with gambling. I didn't feel like getting into that big, huge debate and discussion. This is more about it's an internal design decision from the company to build a game that does this. So buyer beware, that is by design. And a lot of people already know that, but maybe some people can start to put some pressure on them to change this uh, or maybe just stop buying the games and the card packs if they don't feel like it's an ethical or supportable business model. Lastly, and this one's near and dear to my heart if you guys have been watching the gaming channel, It Takes Two sells 1 million copies. Now that doesn't sound impressive in today's gaming world, but it is a game that is purely co-op. If you're familiar with the Jailbreak game, uh, A Way Out, there are more and more games like this coming out where you have to play with another player. You can't even play the game by yourself. This game, you cannot play by yourself. You must play with another person. And I've been playing it with Hilly on the gaming channel. I highly recommend this game to anybody looking for really, really fun and hilarious couch co-op, or you can play online and it treats it like couch co-op. You can see what the other player is doing, just like in A Way Out. It's pivotal for you to be able to see that because of the way that you interact with the environments, the puzzles, and the enemies. 
Now, this is reported by IGN, and essentially what they're, they're, they're pushing for here, as well as the guy that tweeted about it, is that co-op games are in demand, okay? It Takes Two has officially sold over 1 million copies, and its writer and director, Yosef Ferez, I hope I'm saying that right, he says that this proves there are players who want to play co-op-only games. It Takes Two developer, Haze Light Studios, shared the news on Twitter saying, wow, just found out It Takes Two has sold over 1 million copies and is still going strong. Thank you so much for all the love you've shown our game. It means the world to us. Ferez quoted the tweet, that message, and then he added, this shows that there were definitely players, there are definitely players that also want to play co-op only games. Thank you everyone and I hope to see more games like this. This milestone arrives after many in the gaming community, including IGN, praised the game's beautiful, fun, and inventive world. In our It Takes Two review, we said it's a spectacular co-op adventure that lays down a path for great gameplay ideas and uses it to play a giddy game of hopscotch. It's beautiful, breakneck paced, and bubbling over with creativity and playfulness and experimentation and rewarded at every turn. I don't need to read the rest of that. You should check out It Takes Two if you really, really like multiplayer co-op games that are that are fun for as i said couch co-op as well as online so very very happy for haze light and the success of that game and we have been enjoying it we're going to be playing again this friday night we're still not done we have drinks we have laughs we don't make a ton of progress in the game but it's been super super fun so be sure to subscribe to the gaming channel sntr gaming and we do that on friday nights it's not quite the same as the chill gameplay throughout the week uh it, 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 it's a wild ride so i hope you enjoyed this new segment if you're watching later be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button to check out the live streams and if you're in the audience we're getting ready to jump over to the poll uh, responses and everything else so if you're listening to the audio version stick around for that that's going to be the next part of the show and as always uh, be sure to check out sntrlive.com Thanks for listening to the second part of today's show. SNTR presents gaming news, Mario Party Online, EA Loot Box Leak, and It Takes Two sold one million. We polled the audience on what they were the most interested in, and we're nearing 300 votes, and EA Loot Box Leak took the cake here. 67% voted for that. Mario Party Online with a 20%, and It Takes Two with like a 14, 13. So, it takes two, you know, not getting a ton of love here. Mario Party taking about a fourth, but most people interested in the uh, the EA Loot Box League. And I, I kind of thought that. I, I, I did. I, I wasn't sure, though. I was worried that people were going to be like, we don't care about that, Lono. Everyone knows those games are designed to sell and push people to spend money. <laughs> um, so... Even though I've been subscribed to you for a while, you still don't show up on my homepage when live. When you were live a few months ago, you're always... They do that all the time. I'll disappear from your homepage, and then I'll show up again. I really think that's one of the reasons our starting numbers have been so low. Again, I don't think I'm hitting people's homepage. I'll disappear from there, and then all of a sudden I'll be back again. I don't know I don't know what I'm doing, or YouTube is doing to cause it, but yeah. So we're going to read through responses to the poll. Brent... Habley said, clearly the EA, he's, he's saying that's the, what interests him the most. Let's see how else they can trip over their own shoes. Uh, that PR response, though, that PR response, man, they're just getting blasted for it. They're just getting blasted for it. It's like, I don't know. They'd have been safer not saying anything or being like we're taking your feedback under advisement and then just let the whole thing cool off like actually coming out and defending themselves like saying like 
the presentation was being looked at out of context and that uh what was the other thing they said that the, the majority of players don't spend money i don't know it seems like they're just that, that was not the right way to respond you know what i mean you're still on my homepage every morning I've talked to some folks and it appears that there are changes being made on the back end in part to avoid certain types of engagements as they uh, screw the advertising algorithms. Yeah, I don't, they could be continuing to experiment with live streams as well. If you're listening to this recording, you're like, what are they talking about? Right before I hit record on this, we were talking about just some weird behavior we've been seeing on YouTube. So, it took me a minute to find you today. You're usually the first video when I log in. You were like 10th today. Yeah, today's starting numbers were the, probably the weakest they've been, which kind of surprised me. I thought, man, you got Mario, you got loot boxes, you got EA. Man, yeah, I was expecting a big turnout, and we just didn't get it. And some of it could be on YouTube. You know what I mean? You need to make some hot takes for the upload. I'm, I, I'm doing. I'm not gonna do fake content, man. I can't do the hot take thing. Like the 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 shorts channel. If you guys like shorts, like really short videos. If you're into like the TikTok, Instagram story thing, we set up a, a channel that's just for shorts. SNTR shorts and that uh the way that we're doing that is is that was a previously the upload channel we don't need it anymore. Well. I've tried, dude. I've tried to do like the hot take drama thing, clickbait thing. I can't do it. It's not me. Like I end up sounding stupid. It seems so insincere and dumb. So obviously, I try to talk about something that is a hot topic, and I try to give my 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 quick short on it. But I, I, dude, I just got to be me. I can't do that whole hot take. Here's my hot take, dude. You know coffee in your ear every morning is good for your health like what i just i just can't do it i don't know not hot takes like that but what you think about how uh you would change it and so on been enjoying the shorts though okay thank you your second sntr gaming stream each day never shows on my feed i have to intentionally search for it the first always shows though so weird yeah so weird uh, you also have to keep in mind, YouTube is Google. They will constantly change things to prevent manipulation. Yeah. I love the shorts. They're like quick little bits of information into a story, and then you can decide where you're interested to learn more or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've been putting coffee in my ear every morning. Yeah, dude. I, I, I was wrong. The, the research came back and said it's actually really bad for you, so you can damage your eardrum. Anyway, Mithrax says EA loot boxes are insane. My friend plays FIFA and they're like, it's worse than pay to win. It's pay to have a little bit of fun. Uh, FIFA loot boxes are definitely in the crosshairs now. I I, I think they're in the crosshairs. I I think more than ever, this document is going to... I don't know. It might bring some oversight. It might bring some some sort of you know. I don't know if the, the, the how much the government wants to ever get involved. You know, in situations like this, yeah. If, if they're more interested, in if they can profit from it, <laughs> but you know, they'll likely be be sticking their nose in this situation. I would anticipate that. I really, really would. I don't know if this document's going to be enough, but it, it's possible. It's possible. In Kush with a five spot. Missed the beginning of the day. Do you know EA have been selling extinct cards to streamers on an illegal black market? It's on FIFA. Uh, yeah, I saw. I saw. I swear, I saw something about that, like an article a couple of months ago about that. They were they were doing something under the table or something. I felt like that got disproven though. 
I didn't I don't know. I, I was trying to pay attention to that one and I and I felt like there was a follow-up article that it ended up not being true or something. I don't know. I I it I remember the headlines. I didn't have a chance to look into it though. So that one didn't end up um getting any coverage or commentary from me. So I love the shorts in case I miss it live due to a call or a meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to subscribe to the shorts channel, um, we could probably just go in here. Hang on. Uh, we could adjust that command. I don't know. People, everybody's different. Uh, everybody's different. So we, we, you know, we're trying to offer content that doesn't, we don't want to overwhelm, um, you know, your channel. Uh, if you prefer, a ch- if, uh, if you like uh, YouTube shorts that won't overwhelm your sub feed, we have a channel for that. There you go. Um, there you go. So now there's a shorts command. If you guys like that kind of a channel, uh, you can go to the shorts the shorts channel. It's basically youtube.com slash SNTR network or the shorts command will take you there as well. Um, you know, the, the shorts are kind of becoming a new thing. If you paid attention to TikTok or, you know, stories on Instagram or any of that, that kind of content's kind of on the rise. Um, if you YouTube shorts, if you like YouTube shorts, hang on, let me fix that. If you like YouTube shorts, there we go. So that's there for you. Um, or you can just search for SNTR shorts. That should be, if you go to YouTube and search for that, you should be able to find it. Again, that's not really the the primary driver of, of content. That's not a primary channel. That is a secondary channel uh, that's mainly designed for, you know, you guys, if you, if you like that kind of content. A lot of people are going to start using YouTube and only consuming shorts. Like, that's a, that's a generational shift, and we're going to have a channel basically built for it. Um... So that is, that is something there. I I don't know if we need to do that here. I feel like I just would just annoy people. I just don't think this, this audience would want to get hit with three shorts a day. Uh, you know, I think that's just so much content hitting the channel. You start to annoy your sub base and they start turning off notifications and then it hurts your initial engagements. So the thing is, uh, these kids are the whales. My nephew's obsessed with FIFA, but he hardly plays the game. He just opens up packs trying to get good players. I blame my brother for teaching him to gamble. See, it's interesting that there are players that are starting to engage with these games at that level. They aren't even playing the game. They're engaging with the slot machine of the game, right? They're being investigated in Belgium. This won't help their case. Allegedly, an EA employee was accused of selling cards, but there was never any confirmation. EA did promise to act against anyone caught doing it, which some took as confirmation of it happening. Yeah, I don't think that that was ever confirmed as to somebody was actually doing it. I don't think so. I really don't. So... Uh, here's another one on the FIFA thing. Tom James says, I used to play FIFA, lost interest because of gameplay. Never spent any money. I was aware how bad packs were in terms of luck. The crazy level of expenditure and the fact that the same, uh, game probably becomes worse every year. I was amazed when I saw this article yesterday. FIFA card packs, uh, are cannibalizing the game. I mean, if you think about it, if, if, if you got somebody like somebody just said in chat, 
where that is literally how they're in, engaging with the game. Um, it's it's getting it's 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 getting cannibalized. It's getting consumed. Uh, that they're they're not even they're they're getting a good player, and then that's kind of the end of it. They're like, well, I got a good player. <laughs> I, I, I got a I got a great player I'll add him to my team and then what you're not even playing you know you're not even booting up the game and checking out your team the cards are extinct the only way to get the cards is for someone to gift them to your account oh was that the issue huh yeah I could see that right 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 you need as a title for the 10 minutes loot boxes are killing FIFA well what we're probably going to start doing is the three micro topics whatever one that we think is kind of the is kind of the big one that'll be n- the next day's focus topic so today's focus topic being about apex arenas was because we had a great discussion about it yesterday and I was like okay I want to have a 10 minute on that I only gave it a few minutes I want to give it I want to give it more time so today EA <clears throat> this loot box thing we're going to kick that to tomorrow for a focus topic so I can have a better outline about it. It gives me more time to gather my thoughts and not just sort of read through an article and be a, and be an, its own piece of video. So it's not just FIFA either, says Creature. It's Madden and 2K as well. Right. You're cannibalizing the game. The game is no longer about the game. It's about the sense of power and the sense of prize because you're seeing that. You're seeing that ding, gold, ding, gold like oh i got a gold i got a whatever i I don't know what the 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 grading on the the players is but that's what it does to your brain and when that dopamine hit is the driver of money and engagements you're no longer getting a dopamine hit or revenue based on based on anything that's 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 actually in the game it's not because oh the game is really satisfying or oh the game plays amazing or oh there's this new there's this new mode there's this new thing right there's there's a i think there's a greater <laughs> there's a greater sense of concern when the game itself is no longer the game you're doing you're doing something completely different it's almost like a subtext it's it's a it's an infection uh as it were um, as opposed to the central tenant of the game. It would be like, okay, so you guys remember in Borderlands 2. So in Borderlands 2, you could go back to town and there were slot machines in Moxie's bar. And my friend and this other guy, they were terrible. That's They, they would get stuck there. I'm like, come on, what are you doing? Let's go do, you know, let's go, let, let, let's go do, you know, missions or whatever. Um, and then they would get stuck in Moxie's bar and because it was just like it, the, the, the concept of like I can pull the lever and maybe I get something was it, they just they couldn't help themselves and it, I'm saying this somewhat in jest but for some people that's what they're doing instead of playing the game they're hanging out in Moxie's bar and they're just yanking that, that lever I want to know is what the take of all these super woke star athletes think about their likeness being used to trick children into gambling. Now, I don't really get into the gambling discussion. I don't. And and this is one of the problems right now with this scenario. If they set up a game and that's their practice, that's how they that's how they've created the game. The children that are being tricked into gambling, 
their uh, exposure to it and their accessibility to money and revenue and funds, I have a hard time laying that at the feet of the developer. That's where I have a really, really hard time with. It's like, ah, man, I don't know. If my kid buys a bunch of virtual dog food from a really predatory, predatory mobile app, those mobile apps are ridiculous, dude. It's like, pop up, pop up, pop up, buy, 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 pop up, pop up, buy this, buy this shortcut, $2.99, $5.99. If my kid is set up with the password, because anytime you do an in-game purchase, you got to put that password in on your iPhone. If I've given my kid the password and I know he's just going crazy buying those purchases, can I lay that at the feet of the virtual dog game? Or is it on me for being like, yeah, that's totally fine, little man. You go right ahead. Ding, ding, ding. Hit the button. Ding, ding, ding. Ooh, yeah. And he gets that brain tickle. And then it's like, oh, man. And I'm laying the laying the groundwork for him to, uh, to have an unhealthy, you know, obsession with gambling. Right? And parents look at the screen think it's a sports game yeah but there's mobile games oh it's just a cute little puppy game and it's doing the same thing it's laying the groundwork for micro spending for for addictive tendencies for because that's essentially what it is right it's a form of addiction where you feel a sense of euphoria or or a sense of like oh, boom and you hit the button and you feel that satisfaction and then it goes away and you want to have it again and this is where every time this subject comes up, I struggle with saying, oh, it's on the developer for making the game and doing the thing. If you want to make a game with a virtual dog and the way to progress in this virtual dog pet simulator is to literally spend money or wait exorbitant amounts of time, I'm going to look at the game and say, that's stupid. That's a squeeze. You're trying to squeeze the player into feeling like the only way to progress is to spend money. That's manipulative. That's predatory. That's whatever. I'm not going to play it, right? The developer at some level is allowed to develop that game and it's up to the market to determine whether or not that game is successful. And unfortunately for FIFA and Madden and 2K, the market has determined that this is okay. They're making a just dumb, insane amount of money. It's like scratch-offs. It's like casinos. They're making stupid amounts of money and the, the 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 actual the actual item itself is just being sold and the market determines whether or not the item has value and there's and, and whether or not that market will be successful now you want to start getting into like the ethics and the business and the model of like the you know the cash advance you know those cash advance stores that prop up and they've set up in poor neighborhoods because they're taking advantage and they're preying on the uh, the poor people that are trying to pay their bills and put food on the table are getting absolutely ripped off by those cash advance uh, locations, right? There's, there was there was a huge thing about this a couple of years ago and a lot of those cash advance places I think some of them even got in trouble because the contracts were considered predatory and unethical. You have to bring in like an oversight committee or they have to be investigated to see whether or not the contracts themselves have things within them that are either predatory or unethical. There was um, college lending. 
there was college lending years ago they would set up banks would set up booths during orientation and during those visiting weeks so college students would come see big dollar signs they could refurbish their you know their little frat house and get an awesome laptop and all this stuff and they didn't see that the lending was totally predatory insane interest rates just busted right busted interest rates and the, the the government stepped in and basically put a stop to it they're like you cannot do this you can't set up on the college campus and pray and and and, and i even think some of the lending got regulated like there were there there are interest rate regulations now in place i might be misspeaking but i'm fairly certain that happened you know years ago that got regulated so, right, <clears throat> yeah, and some states pass laws on interest rate caps for those payday lenders. That's exactly right, because they thought that the interest rates were predatory, and they were. So the only way, I think, in this environment, you could really start to really move the needle and at least get me to say, okay, I agree with that, is if you looked at the actual design, this is why this document's so worrisome for EA, okay, if you look at the design of the product and you say this has been designed to target children this has been designed to form spending habits and gambling spending habits okay and then if you determine that now you've got to lobby for legislation to regulate it it's not as simple as like stamping your feet and be like that's wrong i don't like that okay well the the market demand is fueling it the only way you stop it is you wake everybody up to the fact that it's terrible okay it's terrible and it's bad right don't support it don't spend money that's a lost cause in some respects because the system perpetuates itself Every time a new one comes out, there's new packs to get, there's new teams to build, there's new you know wins to be had, and you feel like you have to do it. So, then your other route, if you can't wake up the gaming community to the fact that it's terrible, the other route you could try to take is you could say, okay, we're we're going to try and get the government to shut it down. We think this is bad. The same way that people targeted the cash advance locations and their predatory lending and the way they 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 shut down predatory college lending, okay? You're going to have to look at this and see at what level could you get the government to step in and say this is wrong. All right? Be warned, be warned. Government is a self-serving entity at this point. It is no longer for the people and by the people. So lobbyists are going to keep this from happening. And lobbyists have deep, deep, deep pockets. We don't even get to political. Just analyze how things happen in this country. Like, if you want something to be regulated or legislated in America, the person with the deepest pockets is going to have a huge influence on whether or not that it happens. So these really, really big companies... It only takes a handful of them to, like, to, I'm sorry, it only takes a handful of people to completely derail any kind of legislation. Oh, yeah, we want to see this loot box thing, or we want to see this, uh, we, 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 we want to see this, um, uh, the gambling thing in video games regulated. Well, there's going to be companies that are going to try and stop that from happening, right? 
College loans problems weren't the rates. It was that they were approved for all types of schooling. The government took over college loans, but that only caused school costs to increase tenfold. Right, that, that, that's an extremely complex scenario, but it was a scenario where it was considered predatory lending, and then the government steps in. And as you're seeing, they're going to have their own effect on the industry if they step in, right? If they step in, that they, you know... It could be bad for gaming. It could be bad for price of gaming, right? They step in, overregulate it, go through all these checks and balances, and suddenly the production cost of a video game doubles, and they're like, uh, yeah, well, we gotta recoup that cost somewhere, you know? <clears throat> have you considered linking your daily stories either in the description or with a command? I have to navigate away from your vid just to pre-search today's news. For example, I didn't know about any of it and I'd rather stay with SNTR than go to Google and look around. Oh, like link the stories in the description like with hyperlinks? Oh yeah, we could do that. That's not difficult. That's probably a good word. Like here's the three stories that I covered. Here's the hyperlinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way you don't have to go Google search it. I don't know. Doesn't YouTube get weird about hyperlinks that take people away from YouTube? I don't think they like that. That can probably hurt your suggested, can it? I don't know. Um, I don't know. That might be end up that might end up being bad for the video because I thought YouTube got like real persnickety about putting links in descriptions that take people away from YouTube because they don't want you to leave; they want you to stay here. <laughs> so, I agree. Often, I don't know the full stories when joining the chat. Won't lie, says Wheezy. U.S. government stepping in is going to be uh, in is going to be good at first, but boy, in the future could be awful. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Yeah, could be it could be something that you think would be great, and then it's not. Um, so, how short did you go, Cootie? Okay, okay, okay. Huh? Your shoulder blades. I think it's adorable. My my daughter was getting a haircut today. And she was real firm about, like, I'm sick of tangles. I want it at my shoulder. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I, I like it. I like it long. But I told her, I was like, it's your hair. You're a big girl. You can make that decision. Yeah, the braids are very pretty. I like it. I like it. I There's no way I'm ever doing that. What? What? You got ring pops? Uh-huh. <gasps> That's perfect. Got one for your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very smart. Very sweet. Very kind of you to do that. Okay. Well, I'm recording right now, so it's beautiful. I love it. And uh, I think you made a good choice. Yeah. I'll never be able to braid it like that, though, kid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the stylist did like a really fancy braid, like from the very front to the back and on the sides. I'm like, yeah, I can do a very, very good traditional braid. I pull it back in a ponytail and I can get a nice braid going. It's very, very even and nice and tight. Like it looks really good. It holds for a day, a day or two. But man, you start getting into like these tiny little braids and like all this. I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Papa, Papa can't do that. That's not on my resume right now. I can do a very nice one ponytail classic braid like that's that's the that's where my skill ends that's where my skill set ends um so uh 
So they're debating gambling in the Discord. I'm not going to engage in that. That's not really what I want to go down uh, and, and, and talk about today. But it is obviously a part of the discussion. So I, I appreciate people's feedback and passion about it. And you guys are free to keep debating it in the Discord. I just, that's not, that's not where I'm planting my flag today. Uh, let's see here. Mario Party Online, according to Michael Bear here, says uh, Mario Party Online being full online and not just minigame run means we can finally ruin friendships over the internet. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Super Mario Party. It's Super Mario Party, actually, uh, is a huge win. It's, yeah, Super Mario Party Online. So, again, I, I actually, I'm wondering if this means we are, we are, we are perchance going to see a new Mario Party around the corner. I'm wondering. Um, I am. I'm wondering. Uh, 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 uh. I came to check. I knew Eugene would be one of the ones debating it. <laughs> What's Pogs? Oh my gosh, you don't know what Pogs are, Wheezy? That's a young man over here, dude. It's a young man. Uh, let's see. Boom, Boomaziz says, It takes two hitting one million is great news. I hope they make more games like it. Also, played a way out, and that... And I like that only one person needs to purchase the game. Yep, It Takes Two is awesome. We've really, really enjoyed It Takes Two on the gaming channel. It's been a really, really good time, uh, and it really, really has. We've uh, we've been we've been playing that on the Friday night segments, man, and it's been it's been very, very enjoyable. We uh, we on Friday nights, it's it's not the normal kind of gaming style. We took gaming back to making it. Um, uh, we made it, we took it back to being family friendly. So you can come over in the afternoons and watch the gaming channel without like fear of me going off on some weird tangent. Uh, but, but Friday nights, you know, eh, they're a little different. Friday nights can get a little bit more, uh, raucous and funny and, you know, maybe a little, uh, <laughs> maybe a little off color, but, but the comedy and the swearing is worth it. It's a very, very fun time. So be sure to check out SNTR Gaming. You can go to SNTRGaming.com or you can just type uh, gaming in chat with the exclamation point for the command. So let's see here. Matt M says, as a parent, I need to know what tricks EA plans to use to get my kid to buy this garbage. I want to be ahead of the best I can. Uh, Let's see. FIFA card packs. Madden card packs and what was the other one you guys said um yeah NBA 2K NBA 2 card packs are everywhere they're everywhere they're in YouTube videos um YouTubers YouTubers make really really big money doing uh card pack opening videos because people can um by way of sort of um I'm gonna, they're vicariously getting the dopamine hit to be like, oh my gosh, what's my favorite YouTuber going to get out of this card pack? Uh, that is a super, super common thing. Those videos, those videos do, uh, they, they, they do very, very well. And so that, that, that's a thing now. And then that promotes it. They're looking up to that YouTuber. They're thinking that YouTuber is awesome and amazing. And they're like, I'm going to do the same thing. And so, you know, it's, and listen, this is everywhere now. I mean, we, we want to sit here and call EA. We want to call EA the big bad uh, boogeyman here. But you got to understand something. 
this is everywhere now. I, I can go into a toy store right now and I buy a little package and it's about this size, little package. And it's like Marvel, you know, Avengers toy. And you're like, cool. And you have no idea what is in the package. And you're looking for Thor and you get Spider-Man. So you go and buy another one and you get Captain America and you go and buy another one and another one and another one and you end up with two Thors eight Captain Americas you know and like maybe you were looking for Thor sorry you end up getting a bunch of Spider-Man's Captain America's Black Widow's you're like oh man where's the one that I want this is everywhere now right this is everywhere it's it's like yeah it's like the little vending machines when they were there yeah with the little plastic bubbles right you you put the quarter in those little vending machines with the plastic bubbles like that had the toys in them suspiciously looked very much like a like a like a slot machine right you put the little little coin in like you turn the knob you know and out out pops the thing this is everywhere ea is just doing it at a scale at a scale and it's super super easy right it's super super easy it's easy to just keep hitting the purchase button when mom and dad's credit card is attached to the purchase because it's it's out of sight out of mind uh that's a little different most have uh i don't know what you were trying to type there kid robot blind boxes uh for street fighter i don't remember that um 2k literally advertised the game with a trailer about the loot box gambling mechanics and there was literally a slot machine in the trailer i was blown away uh just like the upper deck baseball cards in the 90s looking for that gary sheffield rookie card that's you see what i'm saying most packaging irl has a code so they know what it is I no they know what it is but you don't as the consumer Butters, you even know what I'm talking about? I, you, they, they, you do not know what's inside. Now, we got a box of them for party favors for my kiddos, and I could feel the little metallic figurine, and I looked at the pictures, and I was like, this is Sandman. And I would feel it through it, and I'm like, this is, this is Star-Lord. Right? I knew what I was looking for by feeling through the package. Ain't no consumer walking into Toys R Us, Toy Store, Walmart, wherever these things are sold and being like, I see 00012244989891111. Oh, this is uh, Thor. 22211100449822225. This is Thor. Come on. Nobody's doing that. It's RNG. You're buying something and you don't know what's inside. You're looking for a particular character and you get a ra- some other random character. You're going to keep doing it. The Minecraft blind packs have specific codes on the package. You can look up the codes. Okay, how many people are doing that standing in the store? How many people are not doing that? And how many of the things that I'm talking about don't do that? There are plenty of them. They're the, the ones I'm mentioning. There were ones with Avengers characters inside. And there was literally no way for you to know whether or not they were on the, what, what was on the inside. Starfield Xbox exclusive. Have they officially announced that? I, you're the second person that's come in and said that. Um... So I don't know if that's been a fish, like an official announcement. I was, I'm checking my, uh, I'm checking my, like my, my news feed. Um, I'm not seeing anything. I am seeing the report from IGN Titanfall 2's player base jumped 650% in just two days. There were lots of folks, you know, in, in, uh, in chat saying this today. Um, uh, but I'm not seeing it announced anywhere. 
So maybe the, who made the announcement? Did Microsoft tweet it? None of the news outlets are. Uh, uh, um, none of the new, none of the news outlets are, are showing anything. I'm not seeing it. Oh, it's rumors currently. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um. Uh, let's see. Do do. I was seeing if uh, I wasn't sure if RN Jesus commented on the wish getting unbanned from Twitch. He retweeted it, but that's all he did. Okay, I wasn't sure if he commentated. Uh, let's go to another comment here. Heavy Metal Mama. Uh, a tremendous amount of love went into the game. I think it takes two. Uh, dare say, dare I say more than a current AAA title? Could this be the return of the multiplayer couch co-op game? Maybe it takes two. Is uh, oh, it's a really great game. Agreed. Uh, I 100% agree. That, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this means we're going to see this big resurgence of couch co-op games. You know. I, I don't I don't know if it's gonna happen. I really really don't. The, the, one of the you have to understand something. The unfortunate reality is is that companies are very risk averse, and they might look at a couch co-op game or not even a couch co-op game, just a game that is specifically co-op, and say, "Well, you just limited your market." You know, nobody looking for a single player game is gonna buy it. All of the people who don't like co-op games are not gonna buy it. You know what I mean? You play Cody for five weeks and say that. (laughs) Hey, we didn't know. We didn't know that was going to happen. You know, we didn't know. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know if this is suddenly going to cause a resurgence of of people doing the the, the couch co-op or the the co-op gaming thing. Like, I just don't know. Um, this is from the gaming bolt. Okay, so people are speculating and spreading the rumor that um it, it it's happening. That there is uh there's you know there's there it's coming. There's gonna be more and more people um uh th- you know I'm sorry more and more news coming out about this exclusive uh thing. So we uh we'll probably cover that when it's officially reported. I don't want to cover it when it's, um, I don't want to cover it when it's pure speculation right now. There's been a lot of speculation about exclusives and things like that. And I just, I don't think it's worth, uh, I don't want, I don't want to cover it until, you know, until it comes, until it becomes like an official announcement from Microsoft. People are two times more risk averse. (laughs) They're also saying the game is coming this year. Really? Wow, I thought that game was like a long way out from launching. Um, in any case, in any case, uh, Noberto says, I'm looking forward to the It Takes Two news. It gives me hope that more developers will try and work on immersive story games instead of broken messes. Uh, agreed, but purely co op games are probably still gonna be a minority. I don't, I don't think it's ever gonna be a common thing. You got to build a game from the very, very ground up to be purely co-op. Now you can build games with like a co-op option or like co-op multiplayer or whatever, like these shared worlds and stuff that we play. But in the, in the grand scheme, in the grand scheme, I, you know, I would, I would think that 
this is still I just I still don't know if a lot of companies are going to want to do this you got to build from the very 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 beginning to be um, you you have to, to, to you have to be from the very very beginning building it to be purely co-op or it ends up feeling like a tack on I remember when I bought games like that there was a Far Cry that did that there was a, and then Rage 1 the first Rage did that the co-op was not co-op it was some tacked on other thing there was a Far Cry that boasted about co-op and when you played it there were these offside missions that were super linear and boring you could play with other people now they added it later to where you could play in the open world together the guy would like show up on his little helicopter and you could like go around together and play together now that was awesome that was like a really really smart move but there was a time where sometimes like co-op was literally tacked on on the, like off to the side you know what i'm saying and that's not that's not what they did with this game this game is from the very beginning built to be co-op you you can't play it any other way yeah far cry 5 had like legit co-op like before that there was a i forget which far cry it was it was three or four where they're like yeah we're offering co-op and me and my buddy got so excited because i loved far cry and we dove in and it was it was it was it was terrible it was just tack on cheesy not that exciting missions um so they said they're trying really hard to have it come out this year well that's always concerning with everything we've seen in the industry as of late like we don't want (laughs) to you're trying really hard for it to come out this year yeah please don't do that to your staff you know please please don't do that Uh, we we're we're not you know we're not we're not looking for that um we're not we we, we would rather (laughs) we would rather we would rather it come out later than you guys do you know the classic crunch that so many companies are doing now uh let's see another response to the poll Uh, victor mayhem says as gamers most of us know the loot box issue but knowing what internal business practices they are using may shine more light on it exactly i i i think this could bring some oversight it's possible Novahan says i'm sure ea is forever attempting to formulate a loot box strategy that will rake in cash for them no matter how uh, predatory it is they should just relocate to las vegas already and open a casino because they're all about gambling in their games uh this is a common take on 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 the way they structure their games 100 percent you know, th- th- this is a very, very common take that they're that they this is wrong. It's gambling, this and that. This is one of the issues that that's going to have to be solved going forward because if it is considered and classified as gambling, then it falls under all kind of different rules and regulations because gambling is legal. Okay. It is, it is totally legal. However, however, the, 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 the way that you're allowed to do it, the way that you're allowed to structure it, um, there was plenty of people doing, um, basically, essentially they were doing like giveaways on their streams and stuff, and they were doing it through people paying and they got in trouble because that's essentially a form of gambling. So you're you're selling them like a ticket or whatever and then the, you know if they spend more they get more tickets right like you can do that with raffles for charity and stuff but when you're doing um 
you're tying it to like a giveaway or something, something of monetary value, then it's considered gambling, right? At a certain age, it's legal. Right, and that's the issue, right? As soon as it becomes, it's classified as gambling, that is one of many regulations that would be instituted, okay? I'm sure what they would say is, they would push back and say, you cannot buy anything in our game without a credit card, and credit cards are only owned by adults. So an adult has approved that purchase. I can go buy 10 scratch-offs and then hand them to my son and let him do them, okay? I'm not committing any kind of a crime when I do that. I purchased them. I, I did a legitimate and legal transaction, that's where the rub is, isn't it? Is that my kid can't go wandering into the gas station with my credit card and swipe it for scratch-offs. They're going to say, uh, excuse me, no. You're not old enough. There's no way that's your credit card. You know, you're seven, okay? Very certain you have to be 21. Oh, I'm sorry, it is. It, it's 20, 20, It's 21. You can get a debit card as early as 16. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. So, that would be an issue that would, if this gets classified as gambling, that would be an issue that would then get regulated. You would have to set up the account and have some way, and and I don't even know how you do this. How do you verify somebody's birthday? Couldn't you lie? So, what are you going to have to send your birth certificate to Xbox in order to buy in a game? You know what I mean? debit has a limit requires a parent still yeah you might not even be able to wander into a bank all by yourself I don't know how that works um because you're still approving it it still gets really 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 hairy because you as soon as it gets classified as gambling there's going to be all sorts of regulations put on it number one you're going to need to keep the kids from being able to do it like you're saying somebody under age using their debit card that would be illegal. That would be like, oh, but you can get a you can get a debit card at 16. Yeah, that doesn't mean you can buy cigarettes, alcohol, or scratch-offs, right? I don't care that you have a debit card. That's not a green light to to skip these laws that we have in place, right? So, the minute they classify this as gambling, all those restrictions would come slamming down on it. They'd be like, you need to do this, 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 and this, and this to ensure only an adult or an adult has approved the transaction or is making the transaction. It would put these titles out of business if they had to label the games with gambling or remove the functions, and that's why they installed their own CEOs on the rating boards. Xbox would just put an age confirmation box like websites do, and then you lying about it would fall on your shoulders and not theirs. That's exactly right, because they legislate adult websites in the same way. They have to be like, are you 18 or older or whatever? There's Reddit threads in in Reddit, um, there's subreddits that do the same thing. There are subreddits that do the same thing. They're like, are you 18? You're like, yeah, and then you get in. Um, which you should not do that. If you are under the age of 18, don't be lying and getting around that stuff. Those restrictions are there for a reason, and I'm going to tell your parents on you, okay? But the, you know, I'm not kidding. I would if I could. I would rat you out. (laughs) I would rat you out. If you told me you were doing that and I had a way to contact your parents, I would 100% rat you out. But the 
you know, they'll likely just, yeah, they'll likely just do that. Like, you just have to confirm that you're an adult. And a lot of these companies, I mean, they don't even, most of the parents don't even care. They just, they just attach the credit card to the account and little Billy can do whatever the heck he wants, you know? Lona gonna narc on you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into the debate about whether it is or it isn't, but if it gets classified as that, a whole lot of changes would end up happening, but they would likely still just do something like what was just said, like, are, are you, are you, you know, David, are you David Smithers? And you're like, that's my dad, but yeah, and then like, then they get past it. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, it, there's, there's, there's so many different ways to, protect themselves without actually stopping the money from coming in Xbox doesn't host adult only games and that's how they'd be classified if they have gambling you would likely need to be 21 to buy the game at all yeah but you you and I both know Gilly a lot of the Microsoft accounts that are sitting on an Xbox are the parents account right now if my kids tried to do anything on my account it's mine if, if, if they knew the password, if they knew how to make purchases, now obviously as the parent, I would restrict it and be like, no, nothing overrated E, you know, and maybe that's where they, you know, that's, that's the issue here is these could be classified as an E for everyone game, but you know how on the, um, the mobile store on, 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 uh, Apple, it would say, you know, in-app purchases. Well, a game with in-app purchases that excuse me, are classified as gambling, you'd give me that control, right? You, you'd give me that control. I would check a box and say, yes, they can play games that are marked E for everyone. No, they cannot play games that have gambling in them. So they could download the silly little farm game, but they couldn't download the sports game that has the gambling. Do you see? Like, you would give that control to the user. You would let the parent know here are all the various ratings of games and here is also some of the in-app purchase purchase qualifications so it would say in-app purchases gambling loot boxes whatever and you would just be like nope 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 so the minute the game has these things my son or daughter can't download it install it or interact with it or if they do they cannot interact with the micro stores they can't interact with the gambling you check that box so they could download FIFA, but if the law comes in and says FIFA needs to be classified as a game that contains gambling, and then I check a box, my son can download and play FIFA, but the minute he tries to do the gambling, it, it stops him. No, your dad says you can't do this. I don't have any problem with informing and empowering the consumer to make good decisions to protect young persons, Okay. But eventually the buck stops and it's like, it's on the parents. If, if you let your kid watch Saw 4 because you don't have any protective barriers on any of your streaming services, you can't get mad at Netflix and be like, I can't believe you have that filth on your, your platform. What do you mean? They give you plenty of options to filter and create a profile for little Billy so he doesn't watch Saw 4. It's on you. Eventually, the buck stops and it's like, it's on the parents to control this. Right? 
Now, they should be empowered with tools in order to do that. They should be informed as a consumer. How many parents are working 60 hours a week and have no freaking clue this is going on in video games? They don't know. They know that Billy's spending all this money, but they don't know it's laden with gambling tendencies or pay to win or any of that. They're just like, listen, man, I'm working 60 hours a week. I don't have time. I don't have time to to do eight, eight hours of research a week on every game my son's playing. I just let him play, right? But if the consumer is informed and told this game contains boop, 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 boop. Okay, cool. I know what's in it. Right now, what's the difference between in-app purchases in a game like Elder Scrolls Online and a game with gambling? What's the difference? To some parents, there is no difference. My little Billy likes to play Elder Scrolls Online, and there's in-app purchases. He bought a really shiny horse the other day. He showed it to me. I thought it was really cool. Billy gets what Billy wants, and the parent goes on their merry way. They look at another game, FIFA. Yeah, my little Billy bought, you know, Ronaldinho. Good for you, man. Awesome. Your team's looking great. They don't know there's a distinct difference between purchasing the mount in Elder Scrolls and Ronaldinho in FIFA or trying to get Ronaldinho. Right? You see what I'm saying? So, if the consumer is informed about the contents of the game and then empowered to filter and restrict, now it's on the parent. I think that's where we're having some friction because it's like the parents could step in and be like, absolutely not. But again, there's only so much information provided to the parent. Are they watching YouTube, Twitter? Are they reading articles about gaming to know the nuances of the difference between micro spending in a game and games that are pay to win and predatory and and gambling oriented and games that just sell you pretty skins like Fortnite? Like to some parents, it's all the same. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. They're probably talking with their friend at work. Oh, yeah, dude, my kid, he spent like $100 last month on Fortnite. And the other guy's like, yep, my kid did the same thing in FIFA. And they have no idea that there is a dramatic difference between the two transactions and what it is what it is attempting to do to the child's psychology as far as what purchases should and should not be made. So, Right? So if 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 that's if if that's if that's the situation that we're in right now, then the consumer should be pushing for proper labels and classifications and then filtering options afforded to parents so they could be in control of what's purchasable. That's ultimately what it comes down to, I think. Ronaldinho hasn't played in <clears throat> like 15 years. Listen, I just threw out the first name that came into my head, right? Maybe they're trying to get a good goalie and they want to get Buffon. I don't know. I was just throwing out a random name. Okay? Cut me some slack. All right. (laughs) I haven't been able to watch a lot of soccer, you know, in recent years. I'm very busy. Rating scale makes all the difference. Lono, again, if it's rated A for adult, the platform should require CC info to be entered again. Okay, but here's the issue, Butters. Here's the issue. Classifying a game as adult because it has optional gambling in it I feel like nuance there is fair I think it's fair to be like no the game has no cursing swearing nudity it's a sports game but the consumer should know contains gambling they should know that so they could say oh well my kid can play a soccer game I'm not worried about that but I'm gonna check this box bink no they can't interact with the gambling in it 
this profile is set up for purchases of dink 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 and no and gambling is unchecked I think that's a better way to approach it than to be like no FIFA and Madden should be marked as adult come on that that doesn't what what are you what are we doing what why are you gonna are you gonna hide a, are you gonna hang a sign on the gas station store that's like must be 21 to enter we sell beer and scratch offs the frick what the kid wants to go in and buy some gummy worms and a coke what what are you doing see what I'm saying like I to me it sounds like you would need to have classifications and distinctions made with respect to purchases. It's the same as the legislation that got passed that says loot boxes need to tell you the percentage chance of the items that that are in them because you need to be informed as a consumer. It's a similar idea. You need to be informed as a consumer about what is in the game. You could tell me this game is rated NC-17 and I'm like, what? And it's because there's like a vicious like visceral violent scene in it. But they're, you know, and I'm like, I don't know why it's rated that. Well, you gotta tell me. When I buy silver in D2, it doesn't show it's from Bungie or from Destiny. It's a bill to Microsoft. Not the game the currency is paid for. Parent cannot see what's paid unless they look at the console. That's right. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be adult, but the game modes should be lockable for your children as well as gambling being disclosed. That's, see, that I think is what I agree with like it needs to be disclosed right like this is in the game they did that with the Apple store it's like hey this game's free in app purchases this game's free in app purchases like you know what you're getting into hey this app's five dollars in app purchases you're like oh I'm not buying the full I get everything game. I'm buying the ad free experience that will still have in-app purchases. So if a game has gambling in it, I would say hanging that sign on the door is totally fine. I think it's totally fine. It's not about whether it's right, wrong, ethical, predatory, any of the any of the good big token buzzwords that people like to use on this subject. It's more about the consumer being informed and then subsequently empowered to control whether or not it can be interacted with by their children. That's ultimately what it comes down to. If it's not illegal, it needs to be done in a way where the consumer understands what exactly they're allowing their child to interact with and purchase, and currently, that line is very blurry for probably a lot of parents. If it's not their world what they live in, I got news for you. I find parents right now. I can go find parents that I'm friends with and ask them to tell me the difference between the micro spending in FIFA and the micro spending in Fortnite. And they'd be like, I don't know what the frick you're talking about. They'd be like, my kid loves both games. And I, I, I don't know what you're mean. What are you, what are you even saying? They'd be like, I don't know. He just likes to play. I, you know, I'm working two jobs, man. I don't, I don't know what, the, I don't know what any of that is, you know? I crack down on him and I give him an allowance of spending every month, but I don't know what the difference is. You know? Now, obviously, you could start to try to inform your friends and inform other consumers and other parents about the differences, but at the end of the day, the audience is massive. Just massive. And most folks probably have no clue that it's going on and what kind of a tendency it's 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 
ingratiating into their kids so we're going to move on to our focus topic you're going to want to stick around for it okay apex legends new arenas mode i think it could be the next big esport and i'm going to tell you why so stick around for it if you're listening to this elsewhere that's an upload only you're going to have to catch that on the channel sntrlive.com that does not hit the podcast so if you are uh, listening elsewhere be sure to head to the main channel sntrlive.com